Welcome to the Piece of Cake Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Brienne. And we're here to make your wedding planning a piece piece of cake. cake. Who are we? Just a couple of best friends who are passionate about weddings and all the little details along the way. We've been brides and bridesmaids, day of coordinators, and party planners. We're accountants by day. And wedding enthusiasts by night. We'll use our experience and attention to detail to help you plan your special day. We know this is a really exciting time in your life, but the logistics can be stressful. That's where we come in. Tune in with us every week and your wedding will be a a piece piece of cake. cake. So this is a little ironic because as we're going to record today's episode, they just banned events of more than 50 people in Washington and recommended that you don't gather more than 10 people at a time. But today we're going to talk about a topic where you do want to gather a bunch of people together and that is a bridal shower. So here's to hoping that by the time this comes out and we're planning these things that we're all back to business as usual. Yep, and you can have as many people as you want. So hopefully we can use this as a way to look to the future and get excited for things that will start happening again soon. Yes. So like I said, today's episode is about bridal showers. And this is another one of those episodes where brides, you kind of get to kick back and relax a little bit because this is not on your plate. But it still might be a good idea to listen because we'll have some tips on maybe who you want to invite or just things to keep in mind that maybe you want to point out for people who are planning it or Mm -hmm. just a fun episode to listen to in general. Definitely. So then you may be wondering who does need to be listening to this episode And who should be planning the bridal shower? Yep. It's traditional etiquette that your bridal shower is usually hosted by one of your bridesmaids or the groom's mother or bride's mother maybe, or another close personal family friend or relative. But really it could be anyone that's willing or wants to throw you a bridal shower I think this is not something that needs to fall on the bride's mom or the maid of honor necessarily because they already have a lot of specific things on their own plate. But if it's something that they really want to do, then that's totally cool too. Mm -hmm. And also important to note that you can have multiple bridal showers. I think it's pretty common to have multiple bridal showers because you have different groups of friends and family or in different locations And so you can have different people hosting your showers. Definitely. One good example of that is if the bride's family and the groom's family are from different states, you might have one in each location Mm -hmm. to incorporate different groups. So once you know who's hosting the bridal shower, here are some of the things that they will need to figure out. So first is where to host it. Yep. So you can have it at the host's house which is pretty common, Mm -hmm. or you can find a nice restaurant that has the space for it, or even an event space. Mm -hmm. Don't want to overwhelm you by giving you that list because it's totally very common to just have it at your house and totally cool. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the most common. Definitely. So what does a bridal shower even entail? Like, what should you expect? I think there are three main elements. Food, drinks, and games or activities. Yep. 
And what kind of drives what you might include for those food games and activities is the timing. So you can have a morning or midday bridal shower, which means you might do like brunch sort Mm -hmm. of activities and food. I think it's a little bit more common to do it in like the afternoon time where you'd have lunch and alcohol, champagne sort of things. And then typical timing actually would be about probably two to three hours is a good amount of time. Not too long, not too short. Okay, so let's dig into some of those elements. So for food, I think what's important to know is you do not have to provide a full meal to all your guests. You can keep it light and do some sort of snacky foods or appetizers. It can be a light lunch, maybe just a little sandwich bar, salad. My favorite thing and something we think you definitely need to have some sort of version of is sweets. We need some cakes, some cookies, cupcakes. Yes. Something sweet. Donuts. Yes. I think anyone going to a bridal shower expects some sort of sweet dessert. Yes. At the minimum, you need a beverage and a sweet dessert. Yep. I'm not coming unless there's a sweet involved. (laughs) As far as drinks, you can do something like a fun punch. Mm -hmm. Just do sodas and water. You can have alcohol, if appropriate for the group, for the timing. Mm-hmm. And within that, we highly recommend champagne. Champagne's always fun for pretty much any time of day. <laughs> yes. Morning, you can do mimosas. Afternoon, you can do mimosas or <laughs> mix it with other things or just have plain champagne. Yes. It's I, very festive. It is. I think champagne just sets the tone and the vibe and makes the party a lot of fun. Yep. And then we get to the games or activities. And I feel like this is where a lot of the planning for the bridal shower comes in. Basically with games, when you're thinking about these, you have to consider your audience and your vibe and kind of what the shower is going to be like. Yes. You can go a lot of different ways with this, but you just want to do what's right for your people and your bride. Mm Mm-hmm. One thing to note, though, we think it's super important to have some sort of game and activity because it can be really awkward sometimes at bridal showers just because you have a group of people that don't necessarily know each other. Like, everyone knows the bride, but not necessarily each other. (laughs) So it's good to have some sort of activity just to get people talking to each other and keep them entertained besides just eating snacks. So do plan something Mm -hmm. and then... We'll give you a whole list of ideas that are from really simple, quick things or a lot more involved things, depending on your crowd. Exactly. Just think about your crowd and what they would be comfortable with. If they're kind of a quiet, conservative group, you can stay with some simpler exercises. If they are a rowdy crowd, you can do some of the more involved, crazy things. Mm -hmm. And think about what your bride wants. Some brides are very vocal and they say, I hate cheesy shower games. Well, okay, we'll try to do some non-cheesy stuff for them. And some brides (laughs) don't want to play the games where they're the center of attention Mm -hmm. or where they have to answer a lot of personal questions. So you can steer away from those. Yeah, you know your bride and your audience. So just plan accordingly. (laughs) We also really recommend having prizes for your games just to make it more fun and festive. And definitely don't go overboard mm-hmm. on the prizes because you don't need to. A simple $5 Starbucks card or a really cute little candle 
goes a long way. So don't go crazy on the prizes. Just having a simple prize makes it a lot more fun to play the games. Definitely. It's an incentive for Mm -hmm. people who say they don't like games or Mm -hmm. don't want to play. So now we'll get to our list of ideas for you. (laughs) Bear with us. It's a random list, but hopefully we cover all the different sorts of things. Yep. And for more ideas, you can just Google bridal shower games or activities, (laughs) and there are like a million and one of them online. So totally go there for more. So I'll start off with probably my favorite and what I always do when planning showers is some sort of trivia. Usually it's questions about the bride, the bride and groom, their relationship, those sorts of things. And you, you can do some really cool things with it where you can incorporate the groom's answers and opinions as well. So for example, for Emily's, I had a questionnaire of things about Emily like, what's Emily's favorite movie? And I sent all the questions to Ethan first and had him answer. And then we went through all the questions and everybody answered at the bridal shower. And then we compared how well Ethan did versus how well all the guests did. And it was kind of like, a, can you beat Ethan and how well you know Emily? So it was fun to compare. And Ethan did really good. So it was super cute hearing his answers and comparing them to Emily's. On a totally different side of the spectrum, there's um, a game called the Wedding Dress Toilet Paper Game? Game? That is the official name of the game. Yeah, I think that's what they call it. (laughs) But basically, you divide into teams, and you get a few rolls of toilet paper, or just one. And you basically give a certain amount of time, and pick one person on each team to be the bride, and the team builds the best toilet paper dress on the bride. And it's quite fun. Maybe we could post a picture of That's that true. one on, <laughs> on our Instagram for this one as an example, which we did at our friend's. We didn't host this shower, but we participated in this activity at her shower. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty fun. You have to get more people involved and it's a lot more physically active yep. game. So, yep. yep, something's way more involved. Again, just see if that fits your crowd. Mm-hmm. Next is Pass the Bouquet. This one's pretty simple. You sit in a circle, you pass the bouquet around to music. When the music stops, I think you're out. And then you keep going until everybody's out. It's like a backwards musical chair. You can do the logistics however you want, Mm -hmm. but that's a simple one. bring a fake bouquet. Yes. Mm -hmm. This one's a bit more of an activity than a game, but it's always fun to do some sort of arts and crafts project at a shower. Like at my shower, we made some really cute little bracelets with beads that were in our wedding colors. It's a fun little activity to do and can get more people involved. Another activity is cookie decorating. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. And also gives people, these these sorts of things give people also something to take home with them. Mm-hmm. Two birds with one stone. <laughs> you can also do a classic game like bingo or a word search or a crossword puzzle. And for the word search or crossword puzzle, there's a ton of versions online that are related to weddings or brides. Yes. Another option is the what's in your purse game. This is a good crowd pleaser, gets everyone involved. So it's literally everybody brings out their purse and you have this list of things like chapstick and Tylenol or you can get to even more obscure things like a screwdriver or something and you get points for what you have. It's kind of fun because it can show the person who's the most prepared or someone who's super messy and has a ton of things. Mm -hmm. So it brings a lot of laughs. Yep. 
Another thing you can do is writing down memories that you have with the bride. This can be interactive or not interactive. A way to make it sort of a game is that you write them down without names and you give them all to the bride. The bride reads them out loud and tries to guess who said that or remember who they have that memory with. This is one of my favorite games and it's kind of a fun one because it can basically last a whole bridal shower time and it's that you can't say certain words. Usually you pick a word like bride or wedding or something (laughs) like that, something that you would usually say a lot at the bridal shower and you give everyone when they first come to the party like a fake wedding ring or like a clothespin or something that they wear And then throughout the party, if someone catches somebody saying the forbidden word, they get to steal that ring or clothespin or whatever you're using. And then the person at the end who has the most those things collected, they win. Mm -hmm. You can also have people write down best wishes for the bride and groom. This can be like a little station that you have set up that people can do anytime. It's also a fun thing that you can have all of these sealed up and given to the bride and she can open these at like their one year anniversary. So there's some cute things you can do with that. Mm -hmm. You can also just do a simple drawing or door prize. And my favorite version of this is that as the host have thank you cards pre-purchased and when everyone arrives, have them write their return address on one of the thank you cards And then use these as the items you draw out for the names to win the door prize. But then at the end of the party, you already have the names and addresses pre-written on the envelopes for the thank you cards. And you give these to the bride. So all of her envelopes are already addressed for her thank you cards. Mm -hmm. Very helpful and a fun activity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Two birds, this one stone again. Yes. Okay, the last one is kind of a random game, but it's super fun. (laughs) I named it. memorize the things on the tray (laughs) who knows what the real name is but we played this at one of emily's showers and literally there's this tray of random objects like totally random a thimble and a book and a pig statue and like who knows and the host walks around and shows everybody the things and they have a certain amount of time to look at them and try to memorize them. And then after it's taken away, they have to write down as many things as they can remember. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little memory game. Yep. Oh, I like that game. <laughs> so as you can see, there are so many directions you can go in this and that is not an exhaustive list. So Google it and find the vibe and the thing that'll be best for your party Mm -hmm. and we recommend having a couple of these not good point like probably two to four depending on which ones you pick and how much time you have and again your audience yes i always kind of get a good mix exactly i always like to pick one from each category i like to do a trivia a more involved one and more of a simple drawing or something Mm -hmm. so now we're going to move on to kind of the decor or theme of the shower and this again can kind of be on a spectrum you can do as much or as little as you want and there's not really a requirement Mm -hmm. you can go super simple here some nice tablecloths cute colored napkins from the dollar store that's a totally lovely shower or you can take it a little bit further and have sort of a, a theme or certain colors that you're working with. Mm-hmm. As far as colors, you can do the wedding colors. Yep. Or you can just pick some nice colors that you like and stick with it as a theme. Mm-hmm. You can do colors that the bride specifically likes. Mm-hmm. 
Or you can do a more specific theme that the bride really likes or something that's just kind of cute and trendy. Mm -hmm. Some ideas are princess themed, you do it all pink and girly and sparkly. Mm -hmm. A really common one for bridal showers is breakfast at Tiffany's theme. Mm -hmm. You could do like a Hawaiian theme. A tea party is also pretty cute and common. And then succulents are super hip right now. Mm -hmm. And for all of these themes, or if you need a new theme idea, Party City is a really good place and could be your best friend because they have a lot of packages where they have a theme and everything you need within that theme to go with it like cups plates decor everything you need so that's a really good place to look if you have no ideas or want something just quick and easy you also want to consider doing favors you do not have to we don't think this is a necessity for showers at all but they can be a fun thing and again something that can go along with your theme if you want mm-hmm. or like we said earlier consider doing an activity that could kind of double as a favor mm-hmm. like the arts and crafts or the cookie decorating so people kind of make their own favor mm-hmm. and then we need to talk about who you actually invite and how mm-hmm So you want to make sure to send out actual invitations, and obviously you will need to get a list of people to send the invites to. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to coordinate with the bride to get a list because you're not necessarily going to know everybody who's invited. Yep. And bridal showers can be like a whole mix of people. It's a mix of family, and the family can be both bride and groom's side, Mm -hmm. immediate family, extended family pretty common. You can invite your friends, your family friends, sometimes your parents' friends are invited. The co-workers are often invited, maybe like church friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we need to address an important question, which is, do you invite people who are not invited to the wedding? And our answer is, it depends, but two specific recommendations. If It's just a general shower with general people invited. I would say stick to the wedding invite list. But if you're doing a shower that is more specific groups of people, for example, a work shower or a church shower, then it's kind of a given that not everybody's going to be invited to the wedding, Mm -hmm. but totally fine because it's just celebrating with that group of people. And in those cases, it's generally those people already know they're not invited and they're throwing the shower for you. Good point. In my case, I had my church from where I grew up wanted to throw me a shower. They already knew, like, not all of them were invited, but they still wanted to throw me a shower. And so it was basically all of the ladies from my church threw a nice shower, and then I invited some of my family and stuff that were in the area as well. And similarly, I had a shower at my office, and all of my coworkers threw the shower, and they all knew that they weren't invited either, but they kind of hosted it themselves, knowing that... They weren't invited. Good point. Totally cool. Doesn't have to be weird. Yep. Also, it's becoming, I think, a little bit more common that there's some joint showers where the grooms are invited. Is this our favorite idea in the whole world? We'll just be honest and say no. No. But again, do whatever suits you. Mm -hmm. If that's common in your family or group of friends, or if your groom is very passionate about being at a wedding shower, then more power to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Just make it personal to the both of you then. Yeah. And then you also want to address if there will be kids at the shower or not. Yes. For our example, we had 
kid-free weddings. And so then it begged the question, are their kids going to be at the shower? And in our case, we did allow a few kids at the shower, but there was some questions back and forth from the people that were invited if the kids were allowed at the shower. So it'd be good just to clear that up if you had any questions. Let's back up to the invitations real quick. Invitations are a great spot to add any notes about gifts for the bride. So sometimes brides are hoping to receive gifts from their registry, so you can put their registry information on there. Or other times they may want more personal items. You can do lingerie or just fun things for the bride, like wine and bubble bath and perfume, a robe, things Mm -hmm. like that. So if you have specific directions on that, it's helpful to include those. And that brings us to some budget and money saving tips. So we did some research and according to some consumer information on costhelper.com, a typical bridal shower costs anywhere from $15 to about $40 per person. I also saw another estimate that was around $400 average for a shower. Personally, that sounds low to me, Mm -hmm. but it's going to vary so much. Totally depends on the number of people and your theme and where you're hosting it. There's so many variables. But one tip we have is utilize the dollar store. This is a huge helper for things like this because they have so much decor for things like this plates and napkins they have color coded and Uh that's perfect for a party like this there's just a lot of useful things at the dollar store prizes Mm -hmm. gift bags everything like that also same tips we've given before buy in bulk if you can buy online where you can and use all the coupons that you can (laughs) and then this next tip i think is really important for bridal showers is to consider doing sort of a potluck style and having different people bring things Or more specifically, just having a core group of people that's assigned to covering different aspects of the shower. So for example, for Emily's shower that I helped host, it was at her groom's mom's house. And so she was hosting, but I was also helping out. And so was my mom. And so was Emily's mom. And we all covered something different. So I was in charge of decor. Ethan's mom covered lunch. Emily's mom... (laughs) brought the bubbly and the dessert. My mom helped out with some of the food and the games. So it's very helpful to be able to share the costs between a few different people like that. Mm -hmm. And then also, we kind of mentioned this, but don't go overboard on the games or the prizes or the favors. It's just not really necessary. You can go super simple and still have a great shower. And the games can totally be free. You can print off the crossword puzzles and the word searches online for free. Any games that you need a little something for generally is really cheap. So don't go crazy on those. Just find something online and print it out. Most of them can be really low-cost options. Definitely. Throwing the shower is not about how much money you can spend and you don't need to go overboard. It's just all about honoring the bride and giving her a day that makes her feel extra special. Mm Mm-hmm. And on that note, that'll bring us to the three key ingredients that will make planning your bridal shower a piece of cake. Number one, have some sort of game or activity. Number two, have some sort of dessert. And number three, have some sort of fun. 
If you enjoyed listening to us and feel like you actually got some good takeaways and tangible tips for your wedding planning, please, please, please go rate us, review us, share us with your friends. You can also find us on Instagram at pieceofcake.planning or you can email us at pieceofcakepodcast at outlook.com. So tune in with us each week and your wedding planning will be a piece piece of cake. cake.